Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is TechCentra, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. So Microsoft started rolling out Windows 11 from this week. Yes, it started coming to PCs from October 5th. And the big question that everybody seems to ask is whether they will get Windows 11. So before I get to what Windows 11 is all about, let's just talk about that elephant in the room. Unlike Windows 10, which had been designed to work on pretty much all Windows devices, Windows 11 actually has pretty strict hardware requirements. That means that Microsoft is recommending that you should have at least an Intel 8th gen processor or a AMD Zen 2 CPU, both of which are less than 5 years old, in order to run Windows 11. You will also need 4GB of RAM and 64GB storage, which is a requirement that most people will match. Also, Windows 11 now requires something called a TPM chip, that's a trusted platform module which is used for storing cryptographic keys and enhancing security on your device. Now again, most modern PCs have this chip, but in some PCs, it may have been disabled by default. The way to check this is open the Run app on your Windows PC and type tpm.msc to check whether your TPM chip is enabled. If it's not, you can go into the BIOS settings of your PC and turn it on. But here's the thing. The mere fact that Microsoft is putting these strict recommendations means that you probably should hold off from upgrading to Windows 11, even if you have a device that is sort of capable. Microsoft will allow you to get Windows 11 off the internet instead of getting it as an automatic update if you don't have a PC that supports it. But again, if you don't have one, maybe wait. And you can wait because Microsoft is going to support Windows 10 till at least 2025, which means that your current PC will not go out of style for at least the next four years. Also, even if you do have a supported PC, don't be surprised if you don't have the Windows 11 update just yet. Microsoft has said that it could be till about mid-2022 before all Windows PCs get the Windows 11 update. And that's because the company is taking a measured approach to the update this time. So it will use its internal telemetry to figure out which PCs will run Windows 11 the best and those PCs will get the update first. Which means that you could use the Microsoft PC Health Check app to check whether your PC is compatible. But even if it is, it might be a while before you get the update. Now with that out of the way, here's what's new in Windows 11. And really, the first thing you notice here is that Windows 11 looks and feels different. Now, unlike Android and iOS, which get a new update every year, Windows 
is getting its first big update in over five years. In fact, when Windows 10 launched, we were all told that it would be the last version of Windows ever. Well, that of course did not turn out to be true. But what Microsoft has done with Windows 11 is actually not bad. For example, the start menu is now at the center of the taskbar at the bottom. Of course, this will take a little getting used to, but if you imagine future PCs to all be sort of touchscreen and for all of them to be used in a tablet form factor as well, this kind of makes sense because Android app drawers usually open with a button in the middle of the screen. Or even if you're swiping up, you swipe up from sort of the middle of the screen. When you press the start button, you do see a line of apps and Windows now is more rounded. So the icons are more rounded. Windows that open on your desktop have these rounded corners. So it is more of a rounder design, which again tells you that Microsoft is taking cues from Apple and Google and other mobile operating systems. And all that is good because honestly, a new PC OS should feel a little different. What Microsoft has done is that it doesn't require the user to change their behavior drastically, but it has just enough for the new piece, but it has just enough for the new OS to feel different. For example, even if you don't like the start bar, you can move it to the left of the screen as it used to be. But of course, you will still see a line of apps when you click on it. Windows 11 also has widgets now, which is something that is very common on mobile devices. But again, unlike mobile devices, you click the widget button and it sort of opens a new screen on the left of your desktop, which shows these widgets. I think it sort of defeats the purpose of having widgets. It would be much better if we could just snap widgets onto the desktop. But of course, Microsoft isn't allowing us to do that just yet. Whether you use widgets is really up to you. In my experience, you have to be sort of a power user to really use widgets. And in Microsoft's use case, I don't really see a lot of people using widgets. Now, another big change with Windows 11 is that Microsoft's apps take more of a center stage with this one. For example, Microsoft Teams now functions in sort of a system app manner. That means it's more closely integrated to Windows and Microsoft basically wants it to become your one-stop shop for chats, for video calls, for audio calls and so on. Now again, whether you do that is going to really depend on whether all of your friends and family are on Teams. And I do know that Teams has gotten a lot of new users since the pandemic, but it's still not my go-to chat app and a lot of people I know or at least all of my friends they don't use Teams either. If I used my review device as a work app, I probably would have used Teams more. But as sort of a non-work machine, I didn't use Teams at all. In fact, one of the first apps I download on any new PC is WhatsApp desktop because that's pretty much how most communications happen nowadays, at least in India. Other than Teams, the more annoying thing about Windows 11 is that Microsoft Edge now is sort of your default browser even if you don't want it. So here's the thing, Microsoft will allow you to change the default browser, but if you're clicking on a third-party link, it'll still open on the Edge browser. And that can be annoying. Now, I don't blame Microsoft for trying to get back into the sort of the browser wars, but it 
could be an annoying thing that even though I want another browser to be my default setting, I have all my passwords saved on that browser. I have a lot of history on that browser. Even then Microsoft will not allow me to fully change to that browser. And changing the default browser is also more difficult. You have to now go into the default app setting and choose a browser for each new file type, which will confuse a lot of users. Another new thing in Windows 11 is that it changes how you snap apps onto the screen. So if you have a window open, let's say like the file explorer, you can hover over the maximize button and it'll show you these new app layouts. So you can snap the app to the left of your screen. It, you can give it like a quarter of your screen and so on. And once you've snapped multiple apps onto the screen, Windows 11 can remember that so that you can resume work quickly. A point to note here is that how quickly it will resume in the snap layout will really depend on how fast your PC is, which again could be one of the reasons why you should not upgrade to Windows 11 if you don't have a supported PC. And once you snap apps into a layout, you can just do a three finger swipe on the touchpad. And once you snapped apps in a particular layout, you can just swipe downwards with three fingers on the touchpad to minimize them all at once. Microsoft has improved the gestures on Windows 11 as well. So you can do a four finger side swipe to change virtual desktops. You can do a three finger side swipe to change apps and so on. Windows 11 also has support for auto HDR, which means that if you're playing a game that does not have HDR, but your display and your PC does, then Windows 11 can automatically upscale it to HDR. In addition, it has better support for 120Hz displays with dynamic refresh rates, which are all features that powered users and gamers will really enjoy. In some ways, while the Edge and Teams integrations make Windows 11 seem like a little closed operating system, in some ways it is actually open and all this comes down to the Microsoft Store. So with the Microsoft Store, Microsoft is now allowing pretty much anybody to put their app on the store. And this actually includes rival app stores as well. For example, the Amazon App Store, the Epic Games Store, all of them can be on the Microsoft App Store, which actually is a very big deal if you consider the fact that there are so many antitrust cases going on on just this one aspect. Microsoft is also going to allow developers to keep 100% of their revenues from the App Store as long as they're not game developers. So I already spoke about whether you should upgrade to Windows 11 and really all the design changes and the overall refresh has nothing to do with whether you should upgrade. For the vast majority of us who are, let's say, not power users, Windows 11 actually does feel new. And that is a good thing because when we get updates after say five years, we really want it to feel new, even if it's a free update as Windows 11 is. For power users, there are some things. For example, the taskbar doesn't work the same way when you're using multiple monitors. There are other things that power users may not like. But for the vast majority of us, Windows 11 is actually a pretty decent upgrade. Of course, Microsoft has work to do. Windows 11 still does not really feel touchscreen friendly and it is still best operated with a mouse and keyboard. But that's all 
fine because at least for the foreseeable future, we're not going to give up our laptops or PCs just yet. If Windows 11 can work well with mobile processors like those designed by Qualcomm, this actually could be a pretty good upgrade for the future. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.